everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm Bird. This is soon to be Jake. This is week number 14, the last week of the fantasy regular season. First of all, let's say hello to Jake. Jake, how are you? Doing well. Doing well, pal. Glad the uh, playoffs are starting up soon. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Do you have any um, any any scenarios where you win and clinch this week? No, no, it's all just seeding for me. Five of six for me this year, nice. making the playoffs. And I I think even that that one spot where I didn't make it. I mean, I went through three quarterbacks, and I had Garrett Wilson lose Aaron Rodgers. Like it was just one of those years. It was just a lot of unfortunate um stuff. You're not going to nail it all the time. And that was the one league. It was my last draft, and I just took a bunch of guys that I didn't really have elsewhere and I just wanted. Um, but no, it's all seeding and uh, that type of stuff this week for me. Stre- stress-free week before, obviously, playoffs next week. Yes, yeah, so I have I have five that I know I'm definitely in. I have four where I need some help, and then I have three where I'm definitely out. It hasn't not, it has not been my best year for, for sure. Um, but then a lot of seeding. I don't, I don't have one seed locked up anywhere. Um, so can get some one seeds, but would definitely love to have a nice little buy next week in, uh, in, in certain situations. And then others would just love to, to, to be a part of the dance, which is, uh, what we are after. And hopefully we can get all of you to the dance uh starting next week and 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 hopefully we'll win some championships together because that brings a nice smile to all of our faces so this is the afc show of course we will be uh leading things off with the pats and the steelers and then concluding with the titans and the dolphins on monday night uh, monday night doubleheader starting at the same time like that that's brutal yeah I don't know why the NFL decides to do this. It is terrible. Nobody wants it. Um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Not my first choice. No, no. But the good news is, is that there is a clear game to choose from, but it is not the Packers and the Giants. Uh, yeah. So I think I think that is correct there. That is the plus side, and and you know, free advertising, I guess. Um, if you want to watch both at the same time, uh, Manning Cast will be doing. Uh, we'll have both games, both games on there. And then if you have ESPN Plus, they have the simulcast on there as well, where you could just have picture in picture of both games at once, and you could decide which game you want to watch and still have picture of the of the other one that's going on. So, in case you're into into that sort of thing, or if you just want to choose one. That's 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 totally fine. I'll probably probably be watching both with more of a focus on the the Titans and the Dolphins. But uh, let's start with the Pats and the Steelers from Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers favored by a touchdown in this one. Uh, Patriots. Well, all right. So we have to have this conversation. Unfortunately, we had to talk about Ezekiel Elliott just before we came on the air. Um, Ramondre Stevenson has been officially ruled out for this game. So no Ramondre Stevenson. It is going to be Ezekiel Elliott leading the line for the New England Patriots with. Uh, Bailey Zappi and Co. Uh, looks like Demario Douglas is going to be back uh, in this one as well. But I do want to spend a good chunk of time talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Jake, uh, are you firing up Ezekiel Elliott, knowing that he is going to be, for all intents and purposes, by himself here for for the Patriots, or do we think that it's just going to be someone like, let's say, Ty Montgomery, 
um, that's going to have a part to play here. No, I think I think you can fire up Zeke here as like a low end RB two flex guy. I think in full PPR, Zeke will do well for you. I think he can catch about four or five balls in this one. I, I know that uh, Bailey Zappi will be starting right. I don't think he's going to be pushing the ball down the field a whole lot. This this game, it's not like the Steelers are going to just blow them out of the water here. Patriots should be able to run the ball because of the game script. I I think Zeke. Uh, the only thing that you really are hesitant about is if the Patriots are going to score or not. And I think even without scoring, Zeke can get you double-digit fantasy points. And if he does score, I think you're in for a really good night to start off your week. I would fire him up. I, I would um, this week. He's my RB26, so he's basically right where you, where you pinned him at. Low-end RB2 uh, yeah. flex play. I, I, I saw a bunch of bids this week where people were dropping the absolute atom bomb to to go and get Ezekiel Elliott, you know, if they have uh, RB issues, things like that. And I also want to put out there as well for for anybody that, you know, has eyes just later on. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's injury might only be a three-week injury. So if that is the case, um, I just urge everyone to be mindful of that. And if, if he is dropped, I would go and pick up Ramondre Stevenson just to have, just in case, because you never know. You never know if Ramondre Stevenson does come back and maybe if you have some injury issues uh, down the line, Ramondre Stevenson could be useful. Um, I would say he's probably going to be out next week versus Kansas City, probably out week 16 versus Denver, but week 17 if he does return, which is obviously a question mark because of the Patriots and where they're at, but he comes back week 17 that is at Buffalo who have struggled against running backs this year. So Ramondre Stevenson, a worthwhile speculative ad stash him in IR. If you possibly can, um, that would be a play that I would most certainly consider uh, Jake for this week, Ezekiel Elliott or Chuba Hubbard. I would go with Zeke. I have Zeke one spot higher Zeke or Derek Henry. Henry comfortably. It's Henry for me as well. Zeke or Jerome Ford? I have it Ford, but it could change. I have four. I have it as Ford uh, too at home with uh, Jacksonville. We'll be talking about the game uh, in just a little while. Uh, same game, Zeke or either Pittsburgh running back. If Najee Harris doesn't play Warren, but if both play, I would rather start Zeke. I'm in the same exact boat. If there's no Najee, it's Warren. If they both play, I'd rather Zeke. Uh, and I'll give you one more here. Ezekiel Elliott or DeAndre Swift against Dallas if he plays. I would go Swift. I would go Swift uh, as well. Uh, and then DeMario, DeMario Douglas expected expected to return. Uh, we're hoping and praying that Bailey Zappi will be able to uh, give DeMario Douglas the same sort of safe floor that he had with Mac Jones. Definitely a, a wait and see on that one. But I think, if anything, DeMario Douglas right now uh, he's a higher end wide receiver four for me um, with the upside to be a potential wide receiver three, if not lower end wide receiver two in full point PPR outside of full. Uh, I don't think Demario Douglas is on the, uh, on the starting radar. I don't know about you, Jake, but I personally wouldn't. I wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to start off my week with a dud by Demario Douglas. No. Oh, okay. So Demario Douglas just now, just now Demario Douglas is ruled out. Oh, okay. We don't have to worry Perfect. about it then. Even better. Perfect. Yep. Thank God I checked Twitter. Thank you, God. All right. Demario Douglas is out. Perfect. 
Don't even have to discuss it. Awesome. Um, and then anybody else for the Patriots? Absolutely not. Beautiful. For Pittsburgh. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, here we are again. Jake, are you firing up Trubisky in Superflex? I wouldn't want to. Nope, I wouldn't want to either. Would not want to. So we talked about the running backs very briefly. Jalen Warren, Najee Harris. Najee Harris, questionable coming in. If there's no Najee, Jalen Warren, smash play. I probably would have Jalen Warren close to being a top 20-ish play. Yeah, I agree there. If there's no Najee, but if both of them are going, then Jalen Warren will be pretty much like what Zeke is. is like a low RB2, high-end flex play of sorts. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, the wide receivers, Jake, now that there's no Kenny Pickett, who was kind of, you know, slow and steady, you know, get, getting into a rhythm here. Uh, now it's back to Mitch Trubisky, it's Deontay Johnson, it's George Pickens. Uh, the good news for this situation, though, is there's a clear-cut favorite for Mitch Trubisky, and it's Deontay Johnson, who I was I just gonna, firing up. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say that it felt like last year when, when Trubisky was in the lineup, he was peppering the ball to Deontay Johnson a uh, good amount. I would yeah. I would fire up Johnson for this matchup. Uh Deontay Johnson or Jaden Reed Monday night. I'd rather Johnson. I'd rather Johnson as well. Deontay Johnson or Rushi Rice. Johnson. Johnson for me. Johnson or Brandon Cooks. I, I would go with Cooks. Something tells me that that Sunday night game is going to be a lot like that Thursday night game uh with the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Just a, a, a classic like 33-30, 37-34 type of game with tons of back and forth scoring. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I have Brandon Cooks, the top 24 play this week. I like him that much. It, it's not crazy. I think a lot, it, it's going to feel like one of those games where we talked about it. If if you're not benefiting from this game, you're not playing fantasy correctly. I, it, honestly, it does have that feel to it. It does. It it most certainly does. And I have my fair share of Cowboys and I have my fair share of Eagles. So uh, we're, uh, we're just loving life and praying for, for all of the points. Uh, George Pickens, is there a planet where you're starting? No. Okay. And then how about Pat Fryermuth, Jake? Do you think that Trubisky could help out Fryermuth a little bit? Could. I, I would. Depends. It's a, it's a very shallow position. So I, it sucks where you probably don't have much of a choice to start him. But if you could, I would probably avoid looking at a dud on Thursday because it could happen with, with, with Mitch Trubisky playing quarterback in the Steelers yep. offense. But he could score. He could score. I have Pat Fryermuth for what it's worth. I have Fryermuth as my tight end 15 this week. I, I wouldn't want to. Um, Gerald Everett is someone that I would much rather look at. The Broncos are the worst team in the NFL against tight ends. So Gerald Everett could be a good play. Uh, Cole Komet. I like as a much better option as well. And I go back and forth in this one between Evan Ingram and Pat Fryermuth with potentially no Trevor Lawrence here. I think I would still grow Ingram, but that's that's pretty close because Bethard was targeting Ingram a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, for me, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I have Fryermuth lumped in with like Kyle Pitts. That's exactly, yep. Kate it's, Otten. Kate, yep, Pitts, Kate Otten, and uh, Brevin Jordan is another one if Dalton Schultz can't go. Schultz looks like he's going to return, by the way. Yes, I, I that's what it does look like, and and then Schultz would be just an an auto top ten play as he, as he as he normally is. Yeah. All right, so we can move on from uh, from from this game. Thank goodness we can talk about uh, things that are just more worthwhile and impactful in our lives. Uh, the Colts and the Bengals from Cincy. 
Colts one-point favorites in this one. Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts, and let's talk about Gardner Minshew. Uh, This Bengals defense, the secondary, they were torched Monday night by Trevor Lawrence, and then later on, there's a lot of underneath stuff that became available for C.J. Beathard. So, Jake, I think this is a perfect opportunity if you're struggling at quarterback and you're not sure, you know, maybe if you have a Justin Herbert problem and you don't know if you want to pivot away from from, from that, I think Gardner Minshew could be a very, very, very solid stream this week. Maybe if Kyler Murray out on by, uh, I think Gardner could be a fine play. Probably my favorite of the streaming options. He's my QB 14, so that kind of puts him in the streaming territory. He hit, look, he's very safe. I feel like he'll get you that you're 16 to 18 points with ease. I, I think it's going to be a classic, you know, like 225 and two touchdown day for Gardner Minshew, uh, the office against the Bengals. Yeah, Gardner Minshew, the last the last two weeks has looked uh, particularly very solid. 15.6 in week 12, 13.8, uh, 18.7, excuse me, in week 13. So, uh, week 14, Cincinnati. There should be an opportunity there for Gardner Minshew to uh, to, to rack up some uh, much needed points there, um, if you are deciding on uh, on starting Minshew. Uh, Zach Moss, let's talk a little bit about him. The consensus is very high on Zach Moss this week. They have as their RB four. I'm not as high on Zach Moss. I have him my RB eight. Still a top ten play. You're still firing him up, um, but I just think they're better options. I think the consensus is a little high on him personally. Yeah, for me, Zach Moss is my RB nine. So. I guess I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah. I just kind of would like to see a big game before we can really uh, lump them into the elite territory of fantasy. But last week was just kind of like a weird game. Um, I, I'm expecting a big bounce back for Zach Moss. There's just no competition for work whatsoever in that None. backfield. M- Moss will be fine. And Moss could win you a championship this year if Jonathan Taylor misses the rest of the year. Yeah. And it, it just the, the more and more we go here, I mean, if, if the Colts are still in, still in contention, then obviously things can most certain can most certainly change in terms of a return for for Jonathan Taylor. But I think as long as as long as he's out, I mean, I don't really expect the likes of Tyler Goodson or Trey Sermon to be cutting into touches or anything like that. I mean, between the two of them, there were two touches. Dude, I saw Sermon started in two leagues last week. Goodness gracious. Two leagues. He was Goodness started. gracious. That's that's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. There were 23 running back touches in week 13. Zach Moss got 21 of them. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for just prime consistency and a guy who you know is going to get all the work, uh, Zach Moss, there, you look, look no further than our good buddy Zach Moss. Uh, Michael Pittman, yeah, he's a locked and loaded start. He was awesome last week, 11 catches over 100 yards, scored the winning touchdown against the Titans. But let's have a little discussion here about Alec Pierce. And, and Jake, do we feel like Alec Pierce is – not that he's good enough. Do we think this Colts offense is potentially good enough in a matchup where maybe there are not going to be as many points as there were last week when you had a game that had 59 combined points in it, went to overtime, all of that? Is there enough here – for another pass catcher to be fantasy relevant with I would cut, I, I would want to see I would want to see it again and also they didn't really run the ball that efficiently either last game so yep. you you would figure that they would and that's a team that really likes to run the ball first with Shane Steichen so I, I would I think Pierce is worthy of a pickup if you have a roster spot but I don't think you should be putting him in the starting lineup this week if you, especially if you need to get to the playoffs uh next week so uh, that's a, that's a no for me for now I and you make a great point. I just want to 
re-emphasize that and hammer it home. This is not the week for you to be picking guys up it, off of waivers and then inserting starting. them in your lineups. It, it just, just it's it not. Just, it is not. Uh, before last week, too, for what it's worth, the highest weekly finish for Alec Pierce, well, he was your wide receiver 45, and that was in week seven. Yeah, no, the, you, you can't get cute now. You got to just stick with your guys that you've been rocking all year and go down with the ship. That's what I would do. Because if you, if you didn't and you got cute and you get burnt, you, that's going to sting really bad. 100%, 100% right. And is there a tight end for the Indianapolis Colts that you are starting? There's not. Absolutely beautiful. Let's go to the Bengals. Uh, Jake Browning, he looked really, really good. They simplified things. And Jake Browning was able to to put together a very, very nice fantasy day. Uh, Jake and Superflex, if you have Kyler or Sam Howell out on by, are you considering Jake Browning for a start here? Would. I mean, he's in my top 20 this week. The matchup calls for it. I, I think you could do worse than than uh, than Jake Browning. I Now, I wouldn't be... Well, like starting Jake Browning over Justin Herbert, I think if I had like a buy issue, I would be looking to stream a quarterback, obviously. I think Browning would have to be on my radar for sure. But I wouldn't be like starting him over anybody this week, if that makes sense that I've been starting all year. I have Browning just inside the startable QB range. He's my QB 19. The cutoff is my QB 20 with Stafford. Um, but I look at, I, I keep going back and forth on this between him and Gino, him and Baker, him and Jameis. It's like, it's, they're all lumped into one same similar category. I think Baker for sure over Browning. Yep. I would rather start, dude. I have Gino as my QB 20 this week. Okay. In San Francisco. Um, I, 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 this isn't the week for Gino for me. I would say Browning could definitely, you can make a case for Browning over Jameis for sure, because it's Jameis. Yeah, and Stafford for sure with the matchup at Baltimore being tough. I really think, man, it, once you look down the line here, Browning has a case to be on the streamometer this week. So, and he's on, he's available in every league, so he's an option for you. So I just got a text from a buddy of mine who works for the Padres, and of course, Jake and I are both big Yankee fans here, so we have to take a little bit of a breather uh, to discuss this very quickly. Um, the final deal that's being discussed, Jake, it's King. Michael King, uh, Thorpe, Brito, Vasquez, Higashioka for Soto. Yeah, that that was that that's to be expected. I think J- Jack Curry was talking about that on Yankees Hot Stove. But yeah, obviously I would do that. No hesitations. It'll sting losing Michael King, but yep. look, you're you're getting a guy that's being compared to Ted Williams statistically. I, I think it'll be okay, and you can uh, find I'm, another Michael King. You're yeah. you're not stumbling across a guy like Juan Soto. You take your chances for the rental for the year. And hopefully you can lock them up long term. And you worry about that another day. Completely agree. Completely agree. And this this was your Yankees interruption brought to you in part by the New York Yankees and the San Diego Padres. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Jake Browning is going to be is, is a fine fine filler start. Uh, you rely on the underneath stuff, and, and it's it's very similar in a lot. It's similar and different between the likes of what Tua has with Tyreek Hill. Tua could dump a pass off to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill could run at seventy five yards. Jake Browning can dump it off to Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase could take it to the house for seventy-five yards. You, you, if you could bank and get one of those, uh, you're chilling. And Jake Browning is good is going to automatically be a worthwhile start, no matter what else he does. If you can get one of those to 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 hit with Browning to 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 Chase, and if he can get you like a two fifty and two sort of day, then then you're li- then you're living large. I doubt you're going to see something very similar to what we saw last week, where he's going for over three fifty. But is it out of the range of outcomes? No. It's not. 
reminds me of Mike White last year when he took over for the Jets, where he was pretty startable for a couple yeah. of weeks. I, yeah, I think that's what it reminds me of. Maybe on the lower end of that, but yeah, it's similar. Yeah. It's very similar. Uh, well, uh, Joe Bixon, I put him in a column for Fantasy Pros, and he made me look really, really, really bad. So thank, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate it. Two touchdowns for Joe Mixon, the RB2 for the week. Jake, are we firing up Joe Mixon? That was a very encouraging performance, to say the least, yes, uh, for it Joe was. Mixon. It's my RB14 for the week, man. I like him a whole lot. Uh, Joe Mixon is my RB16 for the week, and I do like him. I do like him. It's no, it's no slight. Uh, Mixon, a fine, fine play uh, for the, for the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going up, going up against the uh, the Colts. The Colts also give up the fourth most fourth most points to the running back position. And by the way, they were just carved up last week by one Derek Henry. All right, so we know the we know the deal with the receivers at this point. You're starting Jamar Chase every single week. You don't need us to tell you that Jamar Chase is a top ten play for me this week. Just a little a little cap because it is Jake Browning over Joe Burrow, but you're still starting him. Uh, no issues there. Uh, Jake is T Higgins at all in the starting radar? I wouldn't hate Higgins this week. Something tells me that he could have a big week against the Colts. A softer matchup. He looked pretty healthy. It was first game back. Um, I I, I could see it. T. Higgins or Adam Thielen? I would go Thielen. Okay. Higgins or JSN? Higgins. I would go JSN, but it's close. Close. Higgins or Gabe Davis? I would go Gabe. Kills the Chiefs. I would go Gabe as well. I would just go for it. uh, I would go Gabe. Something tells me Gabe's going to have a big week this week. Uh, I had the same sort of gut intuition. Uh, T. or Jordan Addison? With now Justin Jefferson potentially back. I think I'll go Higgins. I think I'd go Higgins too. If you could tell me that Jefferson is for sure playing, I would I think I would go. Uh, I think I would go Higgins. And then is there a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals that you that you are starting? Look like Irv Smith is no longer a thing. Uh and it's been Tanner Hudson. And and for what it's worth, if you're looking for consistency from the tight end position, uh Tanner Hudson has at least four catches in every single game since week number nine, but the yardage just hasn't been there. So if he can get you a touchdown, he might be solid enough. Colts give up the eighth most points to the tight end position. Hudson could be a sneaky stream, but I, I would not be doing it. Not this week. A little too cute for my liking. Uh, I completely agree. So let's go to the Jags and the Cleveland Browns. The Browns three-point favorites in this one. For Jacksonville, C.J. Beathard looks like that he is going to be the starter here. Uh, Jake, is there a universe where you're starting C.J. Beathard? Absolutely not. Uh, Travis Etienne, thank you, God, Travis Etienne. I was setting for 0.2 points for a whole quarter. That's all I needed to get through in the guillotine, and I got it. Finally fucking got it. Uh, But Travis Etienne, um, I kind of – you have to. But does does it feel stinky? does feel stinky. It really does. Does, but the Kyron Williams did have a nice week last week against the Browns. So he did score. Yeah, he did score. He did score. He, he looked pretty good too. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to, but you kind of have I, to. I wouldn't want to, but we can get to the next of what we would. What? what yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more to come with with Jacksonville. Is there before we before we go on here? Is there upside potentially with Etn in full point just because of the potential for for checkdowns from? Beathard? I think he'll just be what he's been, honestly. 
just maybe not the touchdowns will be the same this week, but it's like I, it'll eventually even out. You kind of kind of have to go with talent here, in my opinion. Uh, agreed, agreed. He's a top fifteen play. I don't hate him, but it, it just it, it's more of a gut call than anything else. Yes, exactly. And the chances are you probably don't have better options than him. Yes, agreed. All right, the wide receivers. Well, Christian Kirk. Um, yeah, that stinks. That's a real. I hate to make the joke. I'm sorry. It's a real pain in the balls. Not going to have him going this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hate hate to make the joke. Unfortunately, but it's right there on a, on a silver platter for me. And and you know me. You know it's. I learn from the best when it comes to uh, reading the room and having having my finger on the pulse. There you go. So it comes down to now it's Calvin Ridley, it's Zay Jones, it's Parker Washington. Jake, are you starting any of the Jacksonville wide receivers this week? I wouldn't. I would not either. Ridley's a sit for me. He's a sit for me as well. If I just look at the ranks here, he's definitely outside my top 24. I know that. It's just by how much. He's my wide receiver 28. Let's see for me. That sounds about right. My wide receiver 30. Okay. So. And I, I, I am actually going to make this move because I am an idiot. I just have. Well, let, well let, let's reverse roles here. Ridley sure. or Drake London? I have it as Ridley by one. Ridley or Garrett Wilson? I think I have it as Garrett Wilson. Yes, I do. Garrett. Ridley or Adam Thielen? Ridley. Last one. Ridley or Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson. Yeah. I just, it feels stinky to me this week, right? Yeah, it, it feels incredibly stinky. He's going to see a lot of Denzel Ward. And I think the Browns are going to say, all right, if you're going to beat us, beat us with your running game and beat us with Zay Jones or Parker Washington, just not Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I don't know. Just not for me this week. I'm, I'm glad no. I don't I don't have him to yeah. make the call. Neither do I. Neither do I, thank God. But someone that I am firing up, despite how good the Browns are against the tight end position, they have been absolutely awesome against tight tight ends this year. They've only allowed more than three catches to the tight end position once, and that was in week four, uh, notably by one Mark Andrews to the tune of two touchdowns. Outside of that, no more than three catches and no more than a touchdown that other than week four for the Cleveland Browns. But Evan Ingram finally scored his first touchdown of the year last week uh, and seemed to be the apple of C.J. Beathard's eyes. So, Jake, are you firing up Evan Ingram? I would. Evan Ingram for me. Let me just look at the ranks here. Evan Ingram is my tight is my tight end eleven. Okay, so you're a little down on him. He's my tight end nine. So a little bit, a little bit. Still, st- still startable. I just have concerns with Bethard overall for a whole game, but I think he'll be fine. Touchdown. He's he's living large, and I also have you know I've Taysom Hill very high in the ranks this week. Uh, Dalton Schultz back, Dallas Goddard back as well. Uh, it, it does inevitably push uh, Ingram down a little bit. I, ju- I just can't rank Evan Ingram higher than the likes of Goddard Schultz when they have their quarterbacks and Ingram does not. Yep, that's fair. Definitely fair. Uh, for the Browns, well, Joe Flacco, <laughs> he looked good. Are we firing uh, up Joe Flacco this week, Jake? Nah, not for me. Nope, not for me either. I wouldn't want to. Uh, we talked about Jerome Ford. He's a very, very fine low-end RB2, high-end flex play this week. Uh, just need a touchdown in most weeks. You know, he's been able to get it in one way or another. So fire up uh, fire up Jerome Ford uh, this week. 
Uh, how about Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Jake? Well, Joe Flacco is his best buddy seems to be Elijah Moore. So, well, that was, it, I it, think a, a large part of that is because Cooper left the game too. Yeah, very true, and he and he I, is questionable this week. Yeah, I think if if Cooper doesn't play, you fire up Elijah Moore. I would, but if Cooper plays, I wouldn't fire up Elijah Moore. I would fire up Cooper, and I wouldn't get too cute with Elijah Moore uh, with the healthy Amari Cooper. Say there's no Elijah Moore. Let's play this game. No oh, Elijah. Moore. Elijah Moore's hurt too. No, say there's say there's no uh, Amari oh. Cooper. Sorry. Say Amari Cooper's out. Elijah Moore's your guy. Elijah Moore or T Higgins. I think I would start Elijah Moore. I think I would too. Moore. Give me, give me more. Or Jacoby Myers. Oof. I think I would go with Myers on Monday night. Myers Sunday. Oh, Sunday, Sunday at four thirty against the Vikings. I don't know yeah. why I thought he played on you... Monday night. Um, silly. silly. Um, I think I would still go Myers. Yeah, I would too. Against the Vikings, right? I would too. I would too. More or Injigba? More. More Addison. More. More or Ridley. More. I'll give you he, one he would more. be a, he would be a board he would be in my top thirty I think if Amari Cooper missed this week Interesting. in full okay. yeah maybe maybe, maybe just outside of it okay. but could be in it I'll give you one more Elijah Moore or Drake London more okay like why would yeah, you want to play Drake London like really like why would you want that no no I I wouldn't I wouldn't I traded for him but I traded he was on my team for about two minutes. I think I think the Bucks win that game on Sunday. By the way, I gave the people a good pick last week. I said that the Cardinals were going to win that game. You did, you did. You gave you gave the people a nice little pick. I I, I think the Bucks are going to win that game on Sunday. If you if you listened to Jake and you took uh, Cardinals money line, uh, send in a screenshot of your ticket to the uh, fantasy mailbag. Send it to the email. Show us a picture of the ticket, and you'll get a free question on on the mailbag form. Fair, and. And Jake and Jake will say that you are from Portland, Oregon. That's fair. Yeah. Upset of this week though. Going with the Bucks. Okay. All right. Going with going with the Bucks over the over the Falcons. And I hope you're right, because I've just been one game closer to Arthur Smith being fired. And that's what we are all here for. Uh and then David Ajoku, Jake, are you starting him? I think I would. Yeah. Low end starting option. I don't hate low ends. Yeah. Look, dude, he's my tight end 10 for the week. I like him. Yeah, he's my tight end 12. I don't hate it. I do not hate it at all. Uh, Njoku or likely? Likely. I have it as likely too. I have it as likely too. All right, so let's go to the Texans and the New York Jets. Oh boy, this will be fun. Oh. <laughs> Jake, you haven't had to talk. You haven't, you haven't talked about the Jets in a long time. This is a great opportunity for you to pull yeah. off some steam. They're 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 just the pits, man. Really? Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, for the Texans, C.J. Stroud. It's a tough matchup for him. I'm a little down on him this week. He's still startable, but I feel like there are better options potentially out there other than C.J. Stroud. I think the Texans are going to blow the Jets' doors off this week. Wow. Okay. Where do you Stroud in your ranks? Stroud, it's higher than the consensus. The consensus has him as well. Like, their tight end, like their QB, like, 14. 12. Uh, for, he's my QB 9 this week. Okay. He's by QB. He's by QB 12. Stroud or Herbert? Stroud. Okay. Interesting. Stroud or Jordan Love? 
Stroud by one, but okay. Stroud or Justin Fields? Look here, Fields. I have it as Fields two. Stroud or Russell Wilson? <sighs> I'm just torn on this one. Mm-hmm. I, the rankings say Stroud, but I think Russ against the Chargers is. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I have it as Russ. Yeah, I, I don't blame you either. That's a tough one. I, I I would not want that. Stroud or Goff? Uh, let's see here. Oh, I, uh, Stroud. Tough. Stroud. Not not an easy matchup for Goff this week. No, no. Outside in the elements against against the Bears, it's it definitely is a, t- a tougher matchup. He's for him, not for sure. a cold weather quarterback. No, no, no. He is not at all. Uh, the running backs for the Texans. Well, we've just gone back to a full-blown full blown mess here. Isn't this lovely? Devin Singletary, yeah. Damian Pierce. Jake, are you starting either one of them? No, I don't think I can. I don't think I could trust them. It's a tough, tough matchup, too, versus the versus the Jets. And honestly, I mean, we're just back into a full-blown committee, and I just want no part of that. Yeah, me neither. So Nico Collins with Tank Dell on the shelf. Tanky. No. I know. Um, what, a, what a dagger. Right through the heart. Right through the heart. It's that just un- unbelievable. Uh, Nico Collins, I have him lower this week, but Jake, I, I rest of season. I mean, how is this guy not a wide receiver one rest of the way? He kind of has to be by default, right? You would think. Yeah, he's my, he's my wide receiver 16 for the week. Okay. Okay. Let me just see here for a second. Consensus has him as the wide, the wide receiver 19. Gets the Jets this week. Oh, oh boy. So he gets the Jets, then two matchups with the Titans, and then in between that, it's a matchup with the Browns. So two stinky matchups and two unreal matchups. Injury update here. That's fantasy relevant. CJ Beathard was limited today with a shoulder injury. Oh, great. uh, For the Jaguars. Oh, great. you, You would think they would maybe bring in another quarterback, right? Like You would think. You would think. You would freaking think. Uh, let, let me just see something here. If they if they have another quarterback on on the roster, let's see. They do. Nathan Rourke. He was in the CFL. Yep. Rookie rookie out of Ohio, formerly in the CFL. Yes. Oh, good. Oh. God. Oh, good God. Um, all right. So Nico Collins, Nico Collins or DK Metcalf this week? I have it as Collins. I have it as Metcalf by one. Collins or Jalen Waddle? I have it as Waddle. I have it as Waddle too, Monday night. Collins or Olave? Tough one. I would go Olave against the Panthers, though. In a game the Saints had. Good God, if the Saints lose this game, does that does Dennis Allen have a job on Monday? Nope. 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 No, 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 no. It's a lobby. It yeah, is a lobby. In Jameis, we trust. Yeah. Great guy, friend of the program. Nico or Cortland Sutton? Collins for me. It's Collins by me for me as well. Yes. Yeah, so I'll give you one more here. Collins or Cooper Cup? Collins. It's Collins for me and comfortably. Yeah. I just think Cooper Cup is not healthy. I don't think I don't think he would be out there. Um, if, the, if like the Rams were out of it in playoff contention, I think Cooper Cup would be on the shelf right now. I completely agree. 
completely 100% agree with you. All right, Jake, is there any other Texans receiver that you are starting here? Robert Woods, Noah Brown, John Mechie? Noah Brown is a little interesting. For sure. But outside of that, it's like, would you really want to tr- risk that this week of all weeks, right? I think no. the time for experimentation is, is over. I agree. I agree. But is Noah, is if I had to bank on one being the stash, it would be Noah Brown. Yes. Yes. Bank on Noah Brown being the stash. And and like we said, look at the schedule two two seconds ago. Uh, two matchups with the Titans. Hmm. 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 Hmm is right. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, uh, he is expected to return. So, Jake, are we, are we firing up Dalton Schultz? He's a great play this week. As he is most weeks. The man the man is just unbelievable. We love Dalton Schultz here on this program. All right, Jake. So for the New York Jets, well, Zach Wilson's back. Oh, honestly, it might be good for, for Garrett Wilson because Tim Boyle was in case. He knew the assignment, but blew it. Yep, knew the assignment, but absolutely fucking blow it. Um, are, are we optimistic about the prospects of Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson? Bre- Brees needs to be shut down for the year. Um, he, I agree. I think Brees is going through a lot of what we see with these running backs that get back from ACL surgeries. It's like at first they look fine, and then just I think the wear and tear of the season just kind of takes a toll on you. I would shut Brees down, get him a 1,000% for a year that'll matter next year. But whatever, they're not because they're the Jets. But uh, yeah, by default, maybe volume alone, Brees will be fine. I just think Brees is nothing more than a low-end RB2 flex-level appeal guy. Exactly where I have him. He's my RB23. Yeah. And for Garrett Wilson, I think it is better uh, to answer your question because I think they're going to try and push the ball down the field more because they have nothing to lose. So maybe, yeah, I think this could help Garrett Wilson. All right. So anybody else for the Jets that that we are considering? No, no. Fabulous. Let's go to Baltimore, the Rams and the Ravens. Ravens, seven-point favorites in this one. Starting off with the Rams, Matthew Stafford. We talked about. I talked about him a second ago. He's my QB 20. Uh, he's the bottom of the barrel in terms of starting options for me. Not, not the week for Stafford, I don't think. Nope, nope would not be the week for Stafford for me either. Uh, how about Kyron? Yeah, absolutely, must start. Where do you have Kyron in your rank in your ranks this week? I'm lower on him. He's my RB12. I don't hate him, but I think my expectations are just tempered a little bit. You see, he's my RB11. So, all right. So we're in the, we're in the same ballpark. Kyron or Pollard? Pollard. Yep, I have Pollard by one. Kyron or Achan? That's the one. I have it as uh, Kyron. Okay, and I have it as Achan by two. Uh, tougher matchup, but both both are fine. Both are fine. Not saying that they're not by any means. I just had it's more of a gut call that I'm making with Kyron that I don't know. Maybe the Ravens. He needs a touchdown. Needs a touchdown. He, uh, he does need to score. I and, agree with that. And odds are with how Sean McVay is with running backs and apparently Kyron Williams is on Sean McVay's fantasy team. Kidding. Wink, wink. Not really kidding. Probably. Most certainly. Definitely. Um, I think Kyron is just he's a lock. I think at this point to get into the end zone, which is why it's impossible to kind of rank him outside the top 12, despite the matchup being uh, fairly, fairly difficult uh, against Baltimore, who for all intents and purposes are great against running backs. So uh, I would personally be starting Kyron, but you need him to score. Yep. Need, need him to score 1000%. 
Uh, the receivers, I have Nakua higher than higher than Cup. Nakua banged up with a shoulder injury. Cooper Cup just, you know, banged up in general. Uh, Jake, how do you have it? Same way. Are you starting either one? I would start them both. Okay. Okay. And just and just hope and pray. Yep. That's what I would do. Beautiful. And then Tyler Higby left last week's game with an injury. Um, hopefully he could play this week, but if even if he does, you're not you're not starting Tyler Higby. That is correct. Absolutely wonderful for the Ravens. Lamar, you're starting him. Always, yeah. All right, so what do we do with these running backs now? With Gus Edwards, with Keaton Mitchell, Jake, are we favoring one over the other? Has Keaton Mitchell finally gotten ahead of Gus Edwards in your ranks, or are we still firing up Gus? Still Gus because of the touchdown potential. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how I have it. I, I don't love it. But that's how I have it. Mitchell's my RB34. Gus is my RB31. Yeah, that sounds about right for me. Both were outside my top 30. Yeah, Gus for me is my RB31. And Mitchell for me is my RB38. Yeah. And the wide receivers, uh, Zay Flowers, my God. It's a smash play. Oh, yeah. Going to win a lot of people leagues, man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I I have him lower in the ranks. I feel like I should be moving him up. He's my wide receiver. He's my wide receiver twenty three. I'm trying to find an avenue where I can move him up. I can't do it right now, uh, but I uh, definitely want to get him inside my top twenty somehow. I'll take the reins from you here. Flowers or Watson? Uh Flowers. Flowers or Hopkins? Ooh. It's the debate that I'm having. I have it as Hopkins right now, but. A- ask me tomorrow. It might be flowers. Okay, I'll give you one more. Uh, flowers or Sutton. Sutton. Okay. Sutton, and that's that's the spot that I want to get to with flowers. Is how do I get him in that area with Sutton? I know exactly how I'm going to do it. I'm going to take. I'm going to take flowers. I'm going to move him up. So, all right. Ask me in two seconds. Flowers, my wide receiver, twenty one now. I have Flowers at 21, Hopkins at 22, 22, Nakua at 23. That, that's how I have – that's why I was asking. Yep. All right. So Flowers now my, my wide receiver 21, and he could be my wide receiver 20 by by the end of this podcast. I mean, honestly, I mean – Yeah. I really love Flowers this week. I love Flowers rest of the season. I mean, ugh, the man – the man's just special. The man is really, really, really special, and he's going to be – oh, my God. He's going to be such a target for me next year again year two like oh my god flowers is is really really good and his schedule too is not that shabby uh jacksonville fine niners fine given the secondary for the niners has been carved up in certain situations this year and then at home versus miami is is that a prime time game against the uh niners next week i believe it is if I not believe- i don't know well, what are the schedule makers doing if it's not, right? Like I could tell you right now, it is. That feels like a Sunday night game. It's a Monday night game. It's uh Christmas Day. It's Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, two weeks. That's a good Christmas Day game right there to look forward to. Christmas Day. It's the it's the last of the triple header on Christmas Day. Raiders, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, not uh Ravens, Niners. They just completely said F you to the NBA. We're taking the stage on Christmas Day. Fuck yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I know what I'm watching. Which, by the way, the Knicks gave up how many points last night? Yeah, let's not even fucking talk about it. 
just a disgrace. Uh, Jake, revenge game for Odo Beckham Jr. Are you starting him? I don't know about revenge. That that wasn't a bad breakup. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad a bad breakup. But his return, his return against against his old team. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. He's outside my top forty. And uh, then Isaiah likely fire him up. Uh, top twelve play. I would agree with you there. So let's go to four o'clock, the four o'clock window. The Vikings and the Raiders from Allegiant Vikings three point favorites. We still have not heard anything from Kevin O'Connell about the Vikings quarterback situation. He said that that would be assessed during the bye as to whether or not Josh Dobbs would remain the starter here. Uh, I would bank on Josh Dobbs playing, and I think Josh Dobbs has a point to prove here. I think Josh Dobbs is going to be absolutely fine. Uh, fire him up. Stop 15 play. Yeah, playing for his job. Jefferson hopefully will be coming back. I like Dobbs this week. Yes, I I, I do as well. Give it one more one more week. And if, if Dobbs puts up another stinker, um, the leash is short. The leash yeah, is the short. Answer. But if he if he plays well, then then all concerns are are most certainly alleviated. Um Alexander Madison. And I have to. You kind of have to. He's out. He, he's basically in that like Zeke, Jalen Warren area. Madison or Hubbard? Madison. I have it as Hubbard by one, but I'm tempted to say Madison. Uh, Madison. Madison. Madison or Najee if Najee plays. Madison. Madison for me. Madison or either Baltimore running back. I think I would go Gus. I think I'd go Madison, but I wouldn't blame you if it went Gus, just because of the touchdown upside. Wouldn't blame you. Touchdown upside, yeah. Would not blame you one bit. All right, Justin Jefferson, he is expected back this week, was activated off of IR before the week 13 bye. Uh, Jake, where do you have Justin Jefferson in your ranks? High. Yeah, he's high for me. Um, Justin Jefferson, for me, is my wide receiver six. I guess it's not that high, but... I mean, look at the name. Dude, these are some hitters that are ahead of him that I've been seeing for the last couple of weeks now. Just put up nothing but numbies. Like, we're talking Tyreek, CD, Amon Ross St. Brown, Keenan Allen, and A.J. Brown against the Cowboys. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just think, though. And honestly, I even thought about putting Diggs ahead of him with the matchup against the Chiefs. I, I've, I've thought about it as well. And I can tell you right now that there's only two guys ahead of Justin Jefferson for me. It's Tyreek Hill and CD Lamb. No, I'm sorry. I got to put him on Ross St. Brown ahead of him right now. I have no, to him for a couple of weeks. And then Keenan Allen, I mean, dude, these guys, I, I just, I don't know. I could be being irrational here. I don't, obviously you don't really have that decision to make in your lineup, but yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, just, I, I would, I, these are some hitters here, man. I would carefully assume that if you have Justin Jefferson, you are automatically plugging him into your lineup, regardless of what, where Jake and I um, have him in our ranks. But like the top seven for me, Reek, CD, Jefferson, St. Brown, Brown, Keenan, Diggs. In- interchangeable, maybe outside of Reek and CD. The three, four, five, six, seven, interchangeable. You can have many order you want. I-, I love them all. Yeah, I think they're all going to be in store for huge weeks this week. The- this is it- it shaping up on paper to be an absolutely unbelievable wide receiver week. Like I, I just looked down the list right now. And I go all the way to like around wide receiver 18 with DK Metcalf. That's like the cutoff 17 and up for me. 
I look at all those guys. And I'm like, all right, I see a potential 30 point week here, 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 just all over the place. So even like wide receiver for me, my wide receiver eight for the week, Mike Evans. I would not be shocked if he's the wide receiver two or three. Nope. And, uh, Mike Evans against Atlanta. What do <laughs> you know? Guy makes a living off of, kill, off of killing Atlanta. Michael Pittman, too. Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, Debo, Ayuk, hell, even Devontae Adams. Like, these are all guys that if you said to me at the end of the week, oh, yeah, one of these guys is going to be the wide receiver one, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good wide receiver week. I, I agree. It really feels like it's going to be a good a good wide receiver week. So anybody who's in three receiver leagues, just, oh, my God, enjoy it. Especially if you, if you went to the RRB and you have, like, two or three of these receivers. Oh, my God, you're living large. Uh, Jordan Addison, what what are we what are we doing with him, Jake? Are we firing up as a lower end flex play this week? Yep, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, kind of feels like we need a big play for a touchdown from him. I, I hope I hope that we have a Jordan Addison question on the mailbag tomorrow. Just like see what people are considering with him. Yeah. Um. By the way, yeah, mailbag Thursday. Submit your questions before noon. Pretty pleased and thank you. Uh, and then TJ Hawkinson, Jake, are, are, are we nervous at all that Justin Jefferson is going to cut into the absolute monster performances that we've seen at TJ Hawkinson? Or is he just steady and you're firing up no no questions about it? I think he's the best tight end in fantasy. I, I really do. It, I tell you what, this is, this is the first week that I've genuinely considered TJ Hawkinson as my tight end one over Kelsey. The only reason why I have Kelsey there is because it's a matchup versus the Bills at home. Versus the Bills, me too. Yeah. That's but, the only reason why. But Hawkinson's the undisputed tight end too. Yep. So. Yep. Is there is, off of off of a bye too? I know I've asked you this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you it again. Is there a universe where you could see T.J. Hawkinson as the tight end one for 2024 drafts? There is. Yeah, there definitely is for me. There definitely. is for sure. And then for the Raiders, uh, Jake Aiden O'Connell, no, no. Josh Jacobs, top ten play, fire him up. Of course, yeah. Devontae Adams, well, yep. it's been better lately. Yep, it has. Much better lately. Fire him up. Uh, Jacoby Myers, low-end flex play in, in, in full-point PPR. Fire him up. Yep. Uh, and then Michael Mayer, would you consider him? He's just done kind of nothing. Yep, nothing. Nothing, not for me. All right. <clears throat> the Bills and the Chiefs. I think we can make this very, very, very simple. Jake Josh Allen? Yep. James Cook? Yep. I kind of like Cook this week, especially with, with with Joe Brady. They've made an emphasis to get him more involved. Very encouraging. I traded next to nothing for him in Dynasty for the stretch run. So I'm I'm hoping you're right. Uh, Cook or ETN? It's ETN for me. It's ETN for me as well. Cook or Mixon? Mixon for me. Mixon for me as well. Cook or Montgomery? Montgomery, but that's a little close for me. In full, maybe Cook. It's very close for me. It's still Montgomery in a, in a, in a revenge game, but close. Really, close, really, yeah. really close. Uh, Cook or Raheem Mostert? It's Cook for me. Cook for me. If he plays, Cook or Kenneth Walker? Uh, I would go with K-9. I would go with K-9 too. And then I'll give you one more here. Cook or Derrick Henry? Oof. Crazy enough, I think in full I would have it as Cook. In fall, I think I'd have it as Cook, and half and none, I think I'd have it as Henry. Yeah, right. I, I would agree with that. I think. Uh, Stefan Diggs? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Big bounce back week coming for Diggs. Big, 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 big. Uh, Gabe Davis? It's, it's the week for Gabe. It most certainly is. I'm firing him up. And how about in deeper leagues, Jake? Is Khalil Shakir interesting? 
That's like a dart throw, but I mean, chances are if you're thinking about starting Khalil Shakir in a fantasy league, your your, your season probably isn't going anywhere. Right. I I would assume. So I would assume. I would assume. But if you're maybe if you're in a 14 team league and you're yeah, down yeah. McLaurin or Hollywood, and maybe that's the only guy on waivers, you, you you could do worse with waivers than Khalil Shakir. Sure, sure. Uh, then Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, hopefully just Dawson Knox stays the hell away from him. He just got activated off of IR and looks like he'll be playing on they opened Sunday. The, they opened the window. I don't think they activated him. No, oh, well, that, that's what I meant there. Is they opened the window for him to come off of IR. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm a little worried about Kincaid if, if Knox comes back. Because honestly, as good as Kincaid it was, it's been a little, I don't want to say stinky, but like underwhelming. A little bit. A little bit. Like, also I would coincides, like to see, I think, with the with the Bills just being meh. I would like to see him score more touchdowns. Agreed. I thought I thought he would score more than than he has. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, in, in if we're looking at his, his weekly finishes in full since Knox has gone out, seven, eight, eight, four, seven, twelve. That's as consistent as it gets. But yeah, you just need. You just need Knox to stay away, and 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 hopefully, listen. If Knox does come back, and they just decide, you know, roll with Kincaid, uh, most of the snaps, then we're loving life. But uh, just just be mindful. Dawson Knox could return. Um, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he stays away for this one because this is a matchup. I think you want if you're if you're a Dalton Kincaid manager, my God, a game that can have eighty points in it. Yeah, you like this one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. You like this one a whole lot. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I, I hate that guy. I'll never have him again, but you're starting him. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I really like him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pacheco for me, you're, you you might laugh at where I have him ranked this week. I have Pacheco as my RB3. A little high. Yeah. Definitely. But I don't hate it. I mean, he's my RB5. So elite so territory. We're in the same ballpark. Yeah. We were in the same ballpark with, with, with Pacheco. Uh, the tough one is ranking him over Eckler. That that's really tough. I don't know but, if I could do that. Yeah, but Eckler Eckler's just been stinky. He's been stinky lately. But uh, Pacheco, yeah, RB three for me. So I'm starting him. Fire, fire him up. Uh, Rushy Rice. Yeah, I'd play him. Top. He's in my top twenty five this week. He's just outside of mine, I believe. He's just outside. He's my wide receiver twenty seven. Feels like he scores this week. Something. Something in the universe pointing to that. We have breaking news. For the first so- time, for the first time since his injury, Justin Jefferson was a full participant in practice. Okay. So it looks like Jefferson he'll... looks like he's gonna be a full go on Sunday. And 8th. we have more breaking news. Did it happen? Juan Soto trade agreement is being finalized now, source confirms. Jesus Christ. Thirty five seconds ago. Holy shit. From John Morosi. Soto and Grisham. Yank. Yep. King, Thorpe, Brito, Vasquez, Higashioka. Higashioka. Yep. So Soto is going to the Yankees. <laughs> there is a God. There is a God. And he is good. Oh, my God. Wow. Soto, Juan Soto. Juan Soto is a New York fucking Yankee. What's what, Jake? Jake, do you uh do you hear anything from the neighbors? Oh well, well the neighbors they're like, 
oh, well, King Cohen's going to go get Yamamoto. I got to be honest with you, if I had to pick between Soto or Yamamoto this offseason, I would have went with Soto. Uh, I agree with you. Personally. I mean, dude, the, Yan- the, the Yankees, every single play, every single postseason, they can't hit. <laughs> like yeah. the pitching, the pitching has not been the problem. Uh, like I'm glad we're finally realizing. And honestly, with Higashioka gone, I would like to see them go get another catcher. Yeah. Like Austin Wells, like he didn't really hit when he came up here last year. And like Jose no. Trevino, like kind of stinks. I'm sorry. Like he's a, he's a, he's a good defender, right? Exceptional defender. But I'm surprised he could hit the ball out of the infield. <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to see him go get go get another catcher. Who that catcher? Who the catcher would be? Jesus Christ! I mean, I I, I wouldn't know. So the empire is, uh, yeah, yeah, the evil empire might might actually might actually be back. Holy shit, Juan fucking Soto! Jesus Christ, hitting in front of Aaron Judge. It looks like so. He is a New York Yankee. And the Basement Talk podcast has been reborn. Oh, my God. Oh, the Yankees discussions of that podcast this summer are just going to be fascinating, aren't they? Yep. Oh, baby. All right. Anyway, uh, Travis Kelsey. Are you firing him up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Odds are he's been a first or second round pick on him, and you've been very, very pissed off at him. Uh, And hopefully he can uh, make uh, make you smile the same way that he makes Taylor Swift smile. Yeah, he wishes he was anywhere else besides the football field right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him when he's got Taylor Swift in his millions. Yeah. Listen, is it is it entirely impossible that Travis Kelsey after the year? I mean, if, if if God forbid the Chiefs just decide, you know, to go turbo in the playoffs and they win a Super Bowl, could Travis Kelsey just like say, you know what, I'm kind of done? Maybe. Yeah, just tour the world with Taylor Swift and it's it's insane, right? Like the refs call the game call the games the whole year to get the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, and the most blatant pass interference call was not called. Yep, yep. You could just see you could see it. The fix is in. Yeah, the fix is it, the fix is fucking in. And, and and yeah, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, they're ever present. Yes, and any football fan with two fucking eyes can see what they're trying to do. Because they want to see Taylor Swift at the fucking Super Bowl so they can make her the most marketable person on God's green earth. Shocked that they haven't they haven't asked her to do a uh, to make an appearance at the halftime show with with Usher, knowing that the Chiefs are already going to get there. I'm shocked. Me, me too, to be fair. Uh, the Broncos and the Chargers from Inglewood. Chargers three point favorites in this one. Jake, the Broncos. Russell Wilson, fire him up. Oh yeah, a uh, plus matchup against the Chargers. Why? Yeah. If you if you had said to me before the season that by the by, by season's end Russell Wilson would actually be startable in fantasy, I would have said you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, good coaching, good coaching by Sean Payton, getting the yep. most out of his guys. Not the Russell Wilson of old, but Mm-mm. he's he's fine, fine, serviceable, fine, and can get can potentially get the Broncos to the playoffs. Like we get, we got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely could. And it's fair fair play to Sean Payton and to this coaching staff. They've done a, they've done a really good job at turning this season around. They went from one and five to six and six, and fair play. Fair I think play they're done. I think if they lose to the Chargers, though, they're done. I don't think they're making the playoffs. Agreed. If, if they lose to San Diego, uh, San Diego, the L.A. Chargers. Listen, the Chargers don't have any fans. They they won't they won't hurt you. They won't hurt you for that. I promise. Um, Javante, fire him up. Mid RB two. Yep. Oh yeah. We're firing up Cortland Sutton. He scores, I think, just almost every week. 
and it's a plus 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 matchup for Cortland Sutton. So yep, fire his ass up. play to those who drafted Sutton. He's been terrific this year. He's been absolutely terrific. I mean, the the floor is stinky, but my God, he just scores. He touches. He scores a touchdown every single week. Yep, it's unbelievable. And if he doesn't score, if he doesn't score a touchdown, the man, the man, the man stinks. But he just scores every single fucking week. So uh, you keep you keep on fire, firing it up. He caught uh, last week. What was it? Two of seven. Two on seven like targets that. and then a seventy-seven yard touchdown. Like, oh, okay. That, that's yeah, the right. Cortland's that's the Cortland Sutton experience. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I think the first year where the Cortland Sutton experience has actually been somewhat rewarding um in quite a quite a long time. Uh is there a Broncos receiver that you're starting outside of Sutton? No. Nope, not for me. And then tight end for the Broncos, Adam Troutman, you're starting him. No. Thank you. Uh Justin Herbert. You started, but your temporary expectations. It's just it's just been awful. Well said. It's just been fucking awful. Uh Eckler, you start him, but we're starting to put the panico meter is like at a five. Yep, the concerno meter is there. Yeah, for sure. Uh concerno meter, panico meter is at zero for Keenan Allen. Yeah, that guy is just terrific. Down down week last week versus the Patriots, but it's what Bill Belichick just does. Um I literally no concerns about Keenan Allen. Fire him up, especially at home. Especially at home for Keenan Allen this week. I mean, my God. The man, the man's just special. The man's just special. I mean, God, he's he's awesome. Love, love him. I remember we, we were we there was some some little bit little bit of concern with 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 Keenan. Just a little, little bit. A little bit to start the year. 23 in week one. Or wide receiver 23 in week one. And then what do you just what do you do? He just ripped two weeks in a row where he was the wide receiver one. Amazing. Then, then outside of that, he's he's been he's been absolutely awesome, and you're firing him up uh, this week versus Denver. Uh, Jay Quinton Johnston, Jalen Geitner, you starting either one of them? No, not for me. I would consider starting uh, Gerald Everett though. If you're down Trey McBride or you're down Logan Thomas, uh, Gerald Everett is a fine fine play this week. I would agree with you there, sir. And then finally, our last matchup on the slate, the Titans and the Dolphins from Miami. Dolphins nearly two touchdown favorites in this one. Uh, Jake, is there a Titan that you are starting outside of Derrick Henry? I would start DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins, by mistake. By mistake. Oh, then no. Beautiful. So it's Henry and it is Hopkins. A uh, Hopkins or Flowers? See, we just talked about that one. Yep. I think it's Flowers, though. I, I think I think it's Flowers as well. Further, just for the so people, the people are reminded. Hopkins or either Rams receiver. I would go Nakua, but I would go Hopkins over Cup. Okay, so you'd have it Nakua Hopkins Cup. Yep. Okay. Hopkins or Deontay Johnson. Uh Hopkins pretty comfortably for me. Quite comfortably. Hopkins or Brandon Cooks. See, the rankings say Hopkins, but if you want to go with your gut, I would go Cooks, but... My gut says Cooks. The gut says Cooks, but the rankings in your mind says Hopkins. Yeah, it does. It definitely, definitely does. Okay, then for the Dolphins, we can make this very simple. Uh, Tua? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The running backs, uh, HN and Mostert. Jake, are you firing up one, two, none, I think you could fire them both up. I do too. 
I do too. Mostert may require a touchdown. Um, HN, please, God, just get through again. Yes. Yes, that would yes, be, yes. That would be lovely. Uh, the receivers, that guy Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you could you could you could start him. Yeah, you could find a place for that guy, I think. Yep. And you could also find a place for Jalen Waddle. I, I I think he scores. I think he scores in this game. That I agree with. And then are you firing up a do- uh, any other dolphin? No. Beautiful. That's gonna be it for the week 14 preview. This is the AFC home games. Uh Adam and I will be back on Thursday with the NFC home games. And then of course on Saturday. The week 14 mailbag, the last mailbag of the regular season. Submit your questions for the mailbag. Start, sit, trades, lead dilemmas, anything under the sun. We are here to discuss them. Um, And then, of course, the playoff mailbags start next week. So uh, we'll be expecting a ton of questions for those because, well, it is the playoffs. And everyone loves playoff time. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. This has been the week 14 preview. Oh, one last thing before before, uh, we go. Just a little scheduling update because, well, it it just has to be said. Um, Championship week, of course, is Christmas. Semifinal week is Christmas. It ends on Christmas Day, and then championship week uh, follows that. Because that Monday, Sunday into Monday is Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, there will not be a week 16 review show. I I just made that executive decision. We're not going to have one. But what we will do is in the buildup to championships, we will be covering things that happened in week 16. So it will be like a joint review slash preview show. Uh, I got to talk to you about that, by the way. For week 17. Okay, good good to know. Um, and then it'll just be, you know, normal schedule um, as always. But just one less show um, that week just because Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, I, I am not working. And I, I know Jake is not working for sure. I mean, unless, unless Adam wants to do it. But I know Adam is not going to want to do it either. Um, so we are just not going to have a show um, that day. That is the 24th, the 25th of December, but everything else um, is as scheduled. Um, And then, of course, we will be doing playoff stuff on on the podcast as well, uh, taking you to the Super Bowl. And then once fantasy ends, Base and Talk podcast will will most certainly return. Uh, Fantasy show will be at around once a week, if not twice for a little while, at least to start early in the offseason. But then as we get closer to march and then drafts the nfl draft um that'll it'll ramp up again uh here on the fantasy show but i think for the off season what we're gonna do is just do a round at least early on just do one show a week i think that is probably going to be the move that what we are going to do for this off season so uh we'll have more programming updates over the course of the next couple of weeks stay tuned for that uh like subscribe do what you want to do uh, tell us how much you love the program. Tell us how much you love King Charles. If that's really more your fancy, you want to just tell us how much you love the King. Go for it. I'm sure the King would really appreciate it. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening. Based on Talk Podcast Fantasy Show, this is the week 14 preview, the AFC Home Games. We'll catch you on the NFC Home Games preview show. And Jake and I will catch you in the mailbag. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.